Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, John Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Y'all got the front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Friday morning news. Tyree Nichols, who loved to skateboard, could soon have his name on skate parks in Memphis and Sacramento. According to TMZ, reps for the city of Memphis and Sacramento are having preliminary conversations about the parks and are working with Tyree's family to explore the best ways to honor his legacy. Sadly, gun violence continues to make headlines in Memphis, this time in an upscale neighborhood in East Memphis. A police officer was shot in his currently uh, currently in extremely critical condition after responding to a report of a man causing a disturbance in a city library. In politics, Ricky, the House of Representatives removed Ilhan Amar. A Democrat from Minnesota from her seat on the Foreign Affairs Committee yesterday. The vote was split along party lines. Republicans also wanted payback for the removal of two of their members from committee assignments two years ago when Democrats controlled the House. Lastly, people from Maine till, uh, to Pennsylvania are being urged to stay home and keep warm as record-breaking freezing cold heads for the East Coast. The deep chill is finally moderating in Texas and the Deep South, but ice storms have left more than 480,000 people without power as of last night in Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, log on to rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's happening in sports? Already, Maria, the king, LeBron James, closes in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring leader record. Uh, 63 points from re- uh, reaching that mark. He should get that in about two to three games. LeBron and is not he's not even close to slowing down his career right about now. Uh, let me shout out to... Um, the Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey, those are brothers. Okay, Travis Kelsey plays tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Jason Kelsey plays center for the Philadelphia Eagles. They both going to be facing off in the Super Bowl. So all their fans from each team is petitioning for their mom to do the coin flip at the Super Bowl. And I think that would be great, man. She's going to have half of her jersey. It's going to be an Eagle jersey. The other half is going to be a Kansas City Chiefs jersey, man. So let's make it happen. It is what it is. It's my quick sports support right there. Gary with the T. What's up there, Mike? All right, honey. Kim Kardashian is being attacked again. Now, they said you better watch what you put on social media and what you post. Now, now Kim, now she posted, uh, she was trying to say, I guess, happy birthday to her beautiful niece, honey, and Stormy. And they're saying the way she posted that she was very wrong and incorrect and illiterate. Now, she captured the point. She said, my baby girl, Stormy, happy fifth birthday to the best cousin your auntie could ever ask for. She said, I love you to infinity. Now, they're saying, y'all, that it was very much wrong, honey, and she should have thought about it when she posted. They said something must be wrong with her. They're saying a fan corrected Kim's original sentence by replying. They said she could have um, worded it better, but they say they knew what she was trying to say, but she should have said happy birthday to my best niece your cousins could ever love. And no pun, people read every word you say, honey, so... I guess she's going to correct it later. And some people say she shouldn't be a lawyer, honey, if she can't read and post things correctly. So we oh, wow. See, yeah, you know, they're going to get you. And people read and say everything. They say all kinds of things was wrong with that sentence. So there you have it. <laughs> all right. The color today, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color today is tiger blood. On the high end, you say tiger blood. And on the lawn, you say beautiful orangey black. That's your color for today. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, guess who adding more dates today to her? Wait till I tell you what cities have been added. Up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Damn, that's hot. Woo. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, Jerry's the Morning Show. What up, Brett? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tat-Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Today's Black History Living Legend spotlight goes to Quincy Jones. He's one of the most successful and well-known music moguls in America with a career that spans 1950s bebop to today's chart-topping hits. His empire includes music publishing, magazine publishing, record production, film scoring, television production, and more. The winner of 26 Grammys, Jones is also one 
one of the most nominated artists in the history of the Grammys, with some 75 nominations in all. Now, in addition to leading his own bands and producing solo albums, Jones was the first African-American A&R executive at a record company in the 60s, the first African-American composer to score a major studio film, and the producer of one of the biggest-selling albums in history, Michael Jackson's 1982 Thriller. And Quincy was also inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We salute you, Quincy Jones, here at the Ricky Smiley Morning Show for all of your accomplishments. Yes. Oh, yes. All right, y'all, moving on. The Recording Academy has announced that Quavo will honor takeoff, y'all, with a special performance at the upcoming 2023 2023- 2023 Grammy Awards this weekend. According to XXL, uh, Quavo will hit the stage to perform his takeoff homage track, Without You, with the help of the Maverick City Music Choir. That is going to be beautiful. Ooh, it's nice. going to be a tearjerker. Yes. Uh, Quavo released Takeoff's tribute track, Without You, last month. Uh, we all know what happened to Takeoff at the bowling alley uh, at a private party back in November, so I cannot wait to see that. I think the Grammys are going to be amazing this year. I think they're making a trying to make a big statement and, and it's all kinds of beautiful things happening i think a nice tribute to hip-hop is going on don't diana ross get something a yeah. lifetime achievement award another lifetime achievement uh, excuse award. me don't, yes. don't let me get nothing wrong about diana child <laughs> all right y'all moving on after uh overwhelming responses from the announcement of her tour beyonce has added six new dates to her upcoming renaissance tour i am not surprised according to vibe a second date has been added to had it to the atlanta New York City, Los Angeles, Houston, Chicago, and D.C. stops. So it'll be two dates in in each of those stops. Uh, Ticketmaster has released that in some markets, the demand for tickets is 800% greater than the tickets are available. And I'm not surprised about that either. But I hear from a close source that the reason they're uh, putting the tickets out the way they are is so that the ticket brokers can't buy so many. So it's, oh. it's still, it's, yeah, it's still going to be crazy though because they never released them this way, but they released them this way so the brokers can get less of them. So right. that's a good thing, but it's, it's still going to be hectic. I, I just can't even see nobody getting through. You probably got to be on hold forever or just waiting. Is there a line that you wait in when you online? Is there an online line? <laughs> yeah, they're doing registration on her website, so oh. you have to register to basically get in line. So wow. I see a lot of people registering to get tickets in like multiple cities just okay. in case. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Be nice Ooh, if they did all that to register to vote. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. <laughs> right. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. But coming up next, we got Rock Tees HBC, you know. And in the meantime, in between time, why don't you hit us up for them wake-up calls at 8669-RICKY. That's 8669-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Who we repping today, Rock T? Bring the Tell us how at Benedict College today, mine. Okay. HBC, you know, it's coming up next on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I know, I know, I know, I know. Now you know. Hey, no. Hey, no. And if you don't know, now you know. HBC, you know. All right. Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's get it popping. Rock Teasy for Sheezy up in the house. It's time for another HBC. You know, we're going to always put a spotlight on our heroes and sheroes that attended or currently attend our historically black colleges and universities. We've been ahead to Columbia, South Carolina, home of Benedict College, established in 1870, home of the Purple and Gold Tigers. Shout out to the Marching Tigers Band of Distinction. Oh, let's talk about one of y'all's former students. Chris Bruton, first team All-American while he played basketball at Benedict College. He was drafted by the Chicago Bulls in 1994. A thigh injury ended his NBA career early, spent some time playing overseas, but when he returned back home, he played for the Harlem Globetrotters. His unique jumping ability made him a crowd favorite instantly. Matter of fact, he unofficially broke the world record for the highest slam dunk of all time at 12 foot 1 inch. Brother got hops. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about that Chris Bruton. Another proud HBCU alum of Benedict College. If you didn't know, now you know. If you want me to highlight your favorite HBCU, hit me up on my social media platforms at Rock T Holler. Let's get it. HBCU, no. 
Okay, Rock T. Well, a new study suggests that regardless of COVID cases, unattractive people are more likely to continue wearing face masks, even though COVID mandates are no longer in effect. Now, the same study found that people who consider themselves attractive were less likely to wear face masks during the mask mandates. According to DailyMail.com, researchers asked people about self-perceived attractiveness and mask wearing. They concluded that Americans who view themselves as attractive believe wearing a mask hinders the opportunities to deliver a favorable impression to others. Now, on the other hand, people who view themselves as unattractive followed the mask (laughs) attractiveness belief uh, that face coverings make them look more appealing. Now, the author said that when COVID mandates ended, mask wearers switched from wearing masks to self-protection to self to self-presentation, saying that the more people uh, the more people know wear masks for cosmetic appearance than actual safety prevention. So, uh, questions? Uh, have you ever worn a mask for appearance purposes? <laughs> I am definitely mm. guilty of this. Sometimes when I don't have on no makeup and don't feel like putting on no yeah. lipstick or nothing, that mask <laughs> is my savior. <laughs> yeah, but during that pandemic, a lot of dudes got jammed up, hollering yeah. at chicks that look good from yeah. the nose up. Yeah. Because a lot of women had masks off, you'd be like, whoo. Women got jammed up too, seeing them big soup coolers and them dry lips and them how about that? Crooked and got nasty brown teeth. Oh, oh. Yeah, don't do that. She raised you three on that one. But what would be the etiquette for that, though? If you meet somebody and both of y'all got on a mask and you find them a. Y'all no. need to step outside, step six feet away. But how and take do you the say, hey, off. can you pull your mask down <laughs> before say, I ask for your number? No, say, hey, no. I, I really would like to see what you look like. Let's step outside. You can get the number, mm. but just don't use it if, yeah. if you don't want to use it after but you see But let me tell you, baby, I went to the mall the other night. Oh, Jesus. And I went to this store. I ain't going to call a name up, but I'll tell y'all off <laughs> Baby, this girl, honey, she was a girl. Uh-huh. And she waited on me. She had her little mask on and everything. But, baby, I saw hair bumps. Honey, under that mask. Ooh. Oh, Lord. So Wait, you what, know what, if the mask saying? came off, it yeah. was tragic. Yeah, it was. What, yeah. It wasn't a good. Well, yeah, no. Oh, you saw raise. You saw yeah, uh, stubble, saw yeah, stubble yeah, under that shoot. neck. Yeah, I'm like, ooh. But, but from that, but from the nose up, she looked very woman. feminine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, I tell you that the eyelash game ooh. came up during COVID. <laughs> Because <laughs> you see your eyelashes, you go, all right, you got a little makeup all around the eyes, but that dog on mask. That's all on. the women had to do was they eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had to overcompensate. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh-huh. Yes, Lord. Oh, man. But, but how do you know you ugly? Exactly. They're saying people who perceive themselves to be unattractive. Like, how ugly do you have to be to acknowledge, I, yes, I'm ugly? I guess it's ugly. your own insecurities. If you look in the mirror or people tell you ugly or you feel ugly, you feel like your mask saved you. If you've been getting more play without with the mask on, then you ugly. But do you, but do you just look in the mirror and just say, hmm, right. I'm an ugly I'm mother. Ugly. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Stop acting the hood rat and bring your black ass home. You you been all been gone for three damn days, four days. Like you don't care nothing about nobody. You like you don't use this no more. So get your black ass home because I had cooked napalm, I had cooked uh, uh, ham hock and pinto bean and buttermilk cornbread yesterday. Waiting on you to bring your ass home. You out running around with your hood rat buddy. Get your to this house right now. And I'm not lying. You can't get, you can't ask me to do a m- thing for your m- ass no more. It's your lying ass, because I'm going to put the police on your. Oh, mm. Wait a minute. We, we had to have that cougar. Damn. We had to have that Thundercat. Yeah, dog. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Friday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Everybody's talking about Schaefer Shamir Smith. Now, if y'all don't know who Schaefer Shamir Smith is, his name is also Neo. It's being reported, y'all, that Neo got off so easy in his divorce from his ex-wife, Crystal Renee Smith, honey. They're saying that the singer-songwriter and the stay-at-home mom finalized their divorce, honey, in court records being obtained from um, page six. Now, they're saying, if y'all didn't notice, Georgia is the best state for divorced men because judges 
um, side with ex-husband. Now, they're saying yeah, that the average spousal and child support um, payment in Georgia is only $2,200 a month. That is basically welfare. Now, they're saying y'all need your God. I'm so easy with honey. Only having to pay his baby mama a lump sum of $1.6 million and another $20,000 for moving expenses for her and the children to vacate his home. Now, they're saying, honey, Neo gets to keep the marital home. Now, additionally, according to um, TMZ, they said Neo agreed to pay Crystal $150,000 buy her a new car. They're saying because he was definitely keeping his 2022 Bentley Bentayga. Now, they also said now that um, um, that um, that not only um, does Neil pay Crystal a lump sum to go away, but they say he kept his beautiful mansion and his Bentley. Now, Crystal, 36, filed for divorce back in August of 2022 after she confirmed yeah, that Neil was cheating on her and fathered a baby out of wedlock. Now, Crystal dragged Neil on social media, honey, before heading to the courthouse. She said, quote, to say I'm heartbroken and disgusted is an understatement, she said. To ask me to stay and accept it is absolutely insane. The mentality of a narcissist. She said, I will no longer lie to the public or pretend to or pretend that this is something that is definitely not, honey. And you know, they share um beautiful, three beautiful children, Shafer Shamir Jr., Roman Alexander Ross Smith. And they have a beautiful um, 20-month-old daughter, Isabella, and, you know, Isabella Rosemary. And Neil also has um, two kids with his beautiful um, former um, fiancé, honey, Miss Mon- Mon- uh, Mon- Miss Monietta um, Shaw. God couldn't get Monietta's name. Yeah, I know. I should have said. <laughs> but, y'all, isn't that sad? Though? He, she not getting that much money. Well, I mean, she getting, she getting something. And I don't like the idea that Georgia's the um, cheapest place, honey. For, I mean, a man, the easiest That's place. That's why everybody moved to Georgia. Yeah, I see that. Ain't oh no California God. ain't got nothing for you. So when your relationships start going sour, he goes, hey, baby, let's yeah. move to Georgia. You know what, man? Let's move to Macon. <laughs> and what, what makes it even worse, they cannot, she cannot, if she cannot bring her kids around another man unless she marry him, he can't bring his kids around another woman unless they're married or fiancés. That's why you need to just stay together. Ain't that right, Gary? Just stay together. Yeah, I Even mean... Even if you're I, miserable, just stay together. Well, I mean, if you're living in Save a mansion, honey, I'm going to live on the east wing, you live on yeah. the west wing. In the new thing now, y'all doing all these triads exactly. now. So, I mean, everybody, you know, getting with one another. So, I mean, honey, y'all get there together and have a triad and then going back to your own spot, honey. That's so what a triad is, but uh, I, I got you. Yeah, you know what try means, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, I know what try. Like, you're trying to describe what a threesome is. Okay, then. Well, honey, I was being very professional <laughs> about it. Did, so, honey, but, um, but nevertheless, honey... <laughs> But, <laughs> but clearly, you knew what he was talking thank, about. Thank you, Maria. Nah, okay. Honey. I'm trying to help the people in the back. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Nah, I bet you were. But nevertheless, so, y'all, it's a sad thing, but now it is official, honey. You know, so we're just going to see, you know, how everything turns out. But I don't like the idea that I can't bring somebody around. If my kid is sleeping, honey, I should be able to bring somebody around, you know. You want to make sure that person is going to be in the, in your life for a while. You don't want just like a booty call, yeah. just be around all your kids all the time. You got to do like when I was a kid and the single moms had the, them uncles, they would slide in about 12 at night and leave out at 5 in the morning before the kids get up to go to school. Uh-huh, <laughs> exactly. You know, but the thing is, are we saying that? But look at it now, though. I mean, they still didn't stay together that long. You still don't know you get after you be with them for seven years. So there you have it, honey. Mm. Right? Okay. <laughs> Moving on. In other celebrity news, y'all, they say Nicki Minaj's husband is going to remain, honey, on the offenders list, y'all. Now, last year, remember, Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty Zoo, honey, he filed a motion, honey. He said, honey, that he wanted to have his name removed from the New York Sex Offenders Registry, claiming that he was never, never, honey, notified about his status. What they say it looked like, honey, Zoo forgot to sign off on that status, honey, because now they say, uh-uh, you stand up on there, honey. Now they say, honey, her husband, Mr. Petty, y'all failed to get, honey, his name off the state sex offenders registry, Brooklyn Federal Court Records shows. Now, Kenneth Petty, y'all, who was convicted of attempted rape, y'all, in 1995, for a sex attack, honey, on a 16-year-old girl, honey, earlier that year, tried to argue in Brooklyn Federal Court, honey, lost today. He never got the chance, honey, to contest his status as a medium risk. So he never got to clear his name? Offender. No. But What's you a, know, it's easy to get on that on that list now. What's a you know, medium risk sex offender? A me, well, that means he, uh, I don't want to say, uh, look, you can get on that <laughs> offender list easy. Like, if you, if you a man and you pull over... But uh, you like a hundred feet away from a daycare, and you pull over in the bushes to take a leak mm-hmm. and get caught. That's considered exposing yourself within a certain amount of 
space from a school, and you can end up on a sex offender list for doing something simple like that. Well, that is sex offender because kids could be looking out the damn window. It could be school. midnight, and you out there, but you near a school. Technically, they can they can get you with that. Really? Yeah, so you got to be careful out there. So your friends told you that? Now, I know about all these crimes, trust oh, me. Oh, okay. I know about crime. I ain't been to law school, but I've been in plenty of courtrooms. Oh, I was on the wrong side of the table. Oh, okay. All right, the color today, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color today, y'all, is tiger blood. On the high end, you say tiger blood, and on the low end, you say beautiful orangey black. That's your color for today. Y'all give it up for Gary with the T. That I am K Rock, Boo, Big Sean, Joanne, Dre, and uh, JJ, and my wife Renee at Norton's Hospital. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey, this is for True in the Heightsville, Maryland. This is Alfreda from Raleigh, North Carolina. Wake up, wake up, wake up. My name is Warren. I'm from Baltimore. I'm calling all my Wiley family. Let's get up. Let's get it done. Let's take care of them today. Get up, get up, get up. Good morning, good morning. This brother Burke from Carroll City. I like to wake up all the peaceful Zion. Business coming up next with Maria Moore. What's she going to be talking about? Mind, body, business with Maria Moore on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Well, Maria Moore, let's get it popping. Yeah, let's get it popping. You know, it is Black History Month, and today is the first Black Friday of the month. And I'm calling it Black Friday because a great way to close the um, equity gap, you know, the wealth gap in our country is supporting black-owned businesses, and they need our support, right? Um, And sometimes you don't always have the money to do that. So I want to talk about ways that you can support black-owned businesses without having to dig too deep in your pockets. Uh, But first, I want to go over some stats. Just about 2% of businesses with employees are black-owned, and that has played a big part in widening the racial gap here in the U.S. Now, black households make up nearly 16% of the U.S. population, but hold under 3% of overall wealth. And we hear all the time, we see these big businesses marketing the black folks. We're spending all of the money, but we aren't maintaining the wealth. White households, y'all, hold nearly 87% of the wealth, but only represented 68% of the population. So the numbers aren't, you know, adding up. So a great way that we can close that gap is by supporting black-owned businesses. Because as you know, um, in addition to there not being that many black-owned businesses, it's hard to get loans to start your business. Um, If if it's black-owned, it's hard to get credit. So a lot of these businesses are bootstrapped, you know, using their own money to um, start their own businesses. So... If you uh, have a uh, business and you're trying to think of ways that people can support you um, without having to spend money, especially on social media, first of all, follow them on social media. Uh, Show your support in that way. Um, Definitely engage with their posts because Instagram supports uh, the algorithm, uh, your algorithm more and spreads your information to people who follow you. Jesus. Just leave. Just leave. That's Gary beeping. Yeah, it's Gary's beeping over here. We're going to get you some water. All right. uh, Engage with their posts. Also, tag a friend or comment on uh, their posts. You know, a a lot of times I see people that have businesses or services that I may not really be interested in, but I'll tag somebody that I think may be interested in that. You know anybody? Um, uh, Special K, because you're leaning up to the mic. That lady who who is uh, that cafeteria worker who stole a lot of chicken wings, she right. could have used some of your advice yeah, on uh-huh. how to she better used that. that situation. Yeah, definitely could have <laughs> used that. Thank you for that. Um, also, write a positive review. I think feedback, honest feedback, is really important for your friends that have businesses, um, especially if they're close enough to receive 
constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I have folks, you know, you know, you can't do like, here go my shea butter I'm selling and then you twerking in the next post. But I do see, and do you see, I see a lot more people. (laughs) I see a lot more people that are entrepreneurial over the last couple of years, people that I know that are really branching out and doing business, even if, if they don't have a lot of money to start up. They're trying it. They're at least trying it. My wife twerks, and her products sell very well. Very well. She incorporates that in her, in selling her product. Well, that's good. it's New Orleans. A marketing pool. And I I think that that's really helpful because, you know, she has an established brand. People know who she is. Right. But if it's somebody brand new, Mm -hmm. and you don't know what they're doing, and you don't know them, or that she has established a name for herself as a business owner, Mm -hmm. as a mentor, um, so people know what you know wh- who she is and what all the facets of her. But people who have brand new businesses, um, and she does a great job branding herself mm-hmm. from the colors to her logo and all of that. So when you're first start- starting out, if you want to establish yourself, people can be confused if your messaging is is there's a lot of contrast in your messaging on social media. And don't um, let, so that's I, yeah. And Maria, well, what do you think about not letting the constructive criticism make you stop? Like don't get. Don't get in your feelings. Even if you agree to disagree, just keep moving. Don't stop and quit on your Yeah, dreams. absolutely. You know, um, when I started selling my T-shirts, you know, you get really excited about your product because yeah. all of the effort and love that goes into it. Yeah. And so people, the mistake they make is they don't spend the same effort marketing their product as they do making the product. So, you know, I, I would fold the shirts and just kind of lay them down and take a picture. But I notice it once I actually put it, wear it, style it. And yep. Yeah, yeah. And you so. got to make your haters your motivators. Like, yep. whatever they say, th- let that be your fuel to do better and be stronger. Like, because no matter what you do, somebody is going to hate. Absolutely. You're never going to please everybody. So just be strong and believe in yourself and do what you have to do for you. Stay you the know? course. Stay for the your course. Business, stay the course. Yes, All of that. Y'all better give me this feedback. <laughs> I freaking love it. So um, I'm going to be showcasing black owned businesses in my highlights on Instagram uh, all month long. So I'm putting a post up on IG at Maria Moore. Um, I would love for you to tag your business. I'm going to spend money with black-owned businesses every Friday this month. Um, And I encourage you, if you have the money to spend it or if you can use one of these ways to help Mm -hmm. folks on social media, I encourage you to do that. You can follow me at Maria Moore, M-A-R-I-A-M-O-R-E on Instagram. Thanks, y'all. Give it up for money, amor. Yeah. He made it to yeah. work again. Black Tony, uh. Saturday, man, Saturday, I, I would do. I, I, I had kind up, though. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie, Saturday. I, was, uh, I had pulled into the parlor. Um, I'm a, I had pulled up. Okay, I wasn't in the parlor like, yet, but I was on my way, Saturday. And then I had to turn around and go back to my grandma's house, Saturday. Because, uh, you know, it's family first, Saturday. Hey, Rock, it's yes. family first, cuz. Yeah, but- and uh, what happened? Now nah, listen, what, what uh, this is a real thing? What happened? Go ahead, man. Shout what happened was, no, you know, sometimes I be telling, I be, I don't be, I be lying, but this time I tell the straight up truth. Sometimes all the time. <laughs> now I put this on God, like I'm telling the straight up truth, Shadi. My uncle got a, uh, you know, my uncle stay with us. You know, he got a, uh, a job interview this morning with, uh, he trying to go to work, and uh, he trying to get him a new a job. And he asked me, he said, never, he said, please put it, put the S curl in my head before you go to work because I want to look fresh when I go to the, uh, you know, to the job minimum. I said, all right. So, so I put the S curl in the head. So how about they cut our water off? <laughs> he couldn't wash out the chemicals. They cut the damn water off. So and then he called me screaming in the phone, talking about, <laughs> man, it burned, it burned. So I done came back to the house. So I'm telling him. You can put your head in the toilet stool. Cause he, I said, but toilet stool water clean. And he talking about, you can't put your head in no toilet stool. He in the other room right now crying, because he's been in there for about 30 minutes. I'm trying to tell him, you go, Maria, can't you, put your water, can't you put your head in the toilet stool and rinse, and, and, uh, rinse, rinse no, the hood no. and curl out with no, the toilet stool water? No, absolutely not. <laughs> and then my other nephew, my nephew, my nephew, his dumb ass, he done poured some Sprite on there, talking about Sprite just like water. <laughs> and now he talking about the Sprite made it burn. Yeah, it activated it. Because <laughs> he, he, he had a two little Sprite in there. He poured the Sprite on his head, talking about that go help it out. You ain't got no bottle of water in there? No, we ain't got no bottle of water, man. Ain't nobody rich over here. We don't damn bottle of water. Y'all booze ass drink a bottle of water. We drink water out of the sinks. We don't drink no damn bottle of water up here. My grandma don't play that. But my grandma don't play that bottle of water stuff. She talking about, boy, y'all trying to be like the white folks getting bottle of water. Like, she don't ain't nobody grow over no bottle of water. We drink water out of the damn whole pipe or whatever. 
But I'm trying to, Maria, please, will you, if I get my uncle, will you tell him he can ranch his hair in the uh, toilet stool? I will not. That's dangerous. <laughs> that ain't caught. But I'm saying, I said, but, I said, but, I said, oh, just stick your head down there, no. I splash the water up and rinse it out. Well, Black Tony, no. just, just tell him he's going to probably go in there and shave, it, shave his head on off, his hair. But he gotta, be his, he gotta be in his job interview at nine o'clock, and now he's blaming me talking about that motherfucker. He gotta go with a bald I, head. He be all right. This is a lot of scratch right now, Rock. This is a lot of scratch. It is not my fault. You a grown man, right? You know, I can't take all this. Well, you a grown much. man washing another man's hair, so I mean. But it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Go ahead and take off, man. Go ahead and take off. Go ahead, man. Go ahead and deal with that, man. All right, it's all good. All right, man. I'm good. Yeah, you good, though. I damn my legend. <laughs> All right. And in today's Black History Spotlight, April the 8th, 1953, railroad, railroad worker Leon Wiley was the first black man to ask a co-worker to let me hold $20 till payday. Then when payday arrived and Leon didn't have the 20 to pay back, he also became the first black man to say, you don't have to keep asking me. I'll have your little funky $20 on Monday. <laughs> this today's Black History Spotlight. He was the first to say that? Apparently he was the first to say But it wasn't funky when you borrowed it. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Friday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Y'all remember last week, y'all, when I reported Beyonce's former bodyguard, y'all, Uncle Ron, honey. He claimed, y'all, that he knew all of Beyonce and Jay-Z's secrets, honey, and that Jay-Z baby kept Beyonce high on drugs, allegedly. Well, now it's being reported that um, Uncle Ron has announced that he will be making a statement about his claims. Now, they're saying in a video posted on TikTok, they're saying this week Uncle Ron invites everyone, y'all, to his YouTube channel on February the 3rd for his um, definitive statement. Now, they're saying, meanwhile, all the videos mentioning Beyonce and Jay-Z have definitely been deleted from his page, y'all. So, he said he's ready to talk, honey. So, y'all ready to hear what um, Uncle Ron got to say? Anybody ready? No. What's the point? Well, I mean, you know, honey, some people say they see a backpedaling coming, but, honey, he said, Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, if he deleted everything. Yeah. Well, we're going to see, because he said he's going to tell us all about what's really going on with the Carters that we did not know about. So, I, I mean, I don't think I'm going to be um, watching it, though, honey, because I'm going to probably be at the mall. But, nevertheless. Get, get across your timeline sometime that day. Yeah. Well, we're going to see, honey, because baby Uncle Ron said he got something to say, so... All right, moving on. Speaking of something to say, y'all, you remember back in December, y'all, retired NBA player, y'all, Amar Studemar, honey. You know, he was arrested, baby, honey, for slapping and punching his beautiful daughter, honey, just hours after that girl graduated from the University of Miami Masters program. Well, it's being reported, y'all, that the charges have been dropped. They're saying, honey, he of course. He punched and slapped her? Yeah, she probably said something smart. And he just oh. paid for her damn graduate, paid for her master's class. So he said, girl, oh, you smart mouth? Well, girl, let me just show you how it's done. Oh, no. But nevertheless, they're sending the Miami-Dade State Attorney's Office, honey, on Tuesday. Confirm, y'all, to CBS Miami that misdemeanor battery charges have been dropped against Amari Studemeyer, honey. Now, they're sending the former NBA star who had been accused, honey, of punching and slapping one of his teen daughters last month. Now, in an email statement, they're sending the State Attorney's Office said that the case was dropped due to the failure of the victim to cooperate, baby, in the persecution of persecution of the criminal case. Slapping your child used to not be used to not be a thing. I know my wife slapped my daughter one time. Was it a slap mouth? or alleged punch? Yeah, both of them. I mean, but still, I mean, wasn't that, that it was didn't legal? used to be a problem? Look. I think smacking your teenager need to come back in style. Yeah, it definitely does, honey. I mean, because these teenage kids, y'all still got these kids living with you at 40 years old, honey. So, I mean, no, honey. They need to know that that taste will get smacked out your mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
But never, old school. Ain't, ain't never hurt nobody. Yeah, but a lot of people saying that she probably dropped the charge because she didn't want to see her daddy go to jail. And she realized, honey, that, you know, she was definitely, you know, wrong, you know, for doing that or whatever. What she did to him, and he was right, you know, I guess. I'm going to start a movement, bring back slapping kids. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Especially Lord. teenagers. I've never a lot of black boys used to get punched in the chest what? by their yeah. daddies. Like, what a close fist. I got fist. smacked in yeah. my mouth. My mama smacked me in my mouth that, so hard one time. That's a lot. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, if you do something wrong, honey, I mean, you should be slapped on the doggone mouth, honey. And, you know, well, we just well, get away it's, with a Well, it's uh, new age parenting now. So. Yes, it is. Yeah, now, now you talk to them and try to get them to try to understand their feelings. Instead yes. of smacking the taste out of their mouth and getting them right. Yes, Lord. So we just don't you know, keep up on it. You know how hard you got to get slapped to get the, the taste slapped out your mouth? <laughs> slap you so hard, you think you got COVID. <laughs> you can't taste that's the smell for, about, can't taste for about a week. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's a big slap, though, honey. Yes, it Bring it back. Bring back the slap, honey. All right, then. And with that being said, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today, y'all, is tiger blood. On the high end, you say tiger blood. And on the low end, you say beautiful orange. That's your Kahlua for today. There it is. Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. So, have you ever had to find a good excuse to bail out on a date once you realize you just didn't click with that person? A new survey found one in five people have done it and will tolerate a bad date for 51 minutes before we decide to call it quits. <laughs> How they get that number? Right. People were also uh, asked about bowing out ahead of time, and 64% of us have done that, but on average, we'll cancel 19 hours beforehand. Now, here are the 10 most common excuses we've used to get out of a date. One, Oh, I'm not feeling good. I got a headache. <laughs> Two, oh, my family member's sick. Yep. Three, I got a work emergency. And four, I forgot there's something important I got to do. Five, oh, my car broke down. Six, I got stuck in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, for our Fill in the Blank Friday, man, we want to know the best excuse I ever used to get out of a date was. So, call us up right now, 866-9-RICKY, 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. I'll go first, man. I, uh, I I called my date that I was supposed to go on and said I got pulled over by the cops and had a warrant and uh, got arrested. <laughs> See, don't jinx yourself now. Ooh, that's extra. It almost, it almost backfired because she said, oh, man, I, I'll come bail you out. Where you at? Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, oh. I said my dad's already on the way. Oh. I had to get out of a date one time. And I was young, so I ain't ashamed to say it. I was about 21, and I took this girl to Red Lobster and didn't have enough money to pay for the meal. <laughs> it came up to like $42. I think I had like 40 bucks. Oh. And uh, I went in the bathroom and made myself throw up. I went in the bathroom and made myself throw up. And they took something off the menu, and it, I was able to pay for like a part what? of the meal. Yeah. And then she let me know I wasn't. She let me know that the date wasn't gonna have a happy ending. So it was e it was easy for me to just <laughs> drop her back off and go on back. Oh, my <laughs> uh, what about you, Gary? I'm just looking for a date, honey. I just be glad somebody called me for one. So, honey, so you ain't trying I, to get I, out I ain't of trying it. to get out of one. Please uh, call me and let me call one. So that's where I'm at with that, honey. Bring it attack. Man, I don't feel good. Or I got a headache or something like that. Something simple. Because you don't have to really go get too uh, intricate with the excuse, right? No, not really. Maria. Um, I don't really cancel, but most of the time, like when I'm running late, I have the same excuse. And I really don't want to say it on the radio because sometimes I use it for the job. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I, I, you know, when you have kids, it's real easy to put it off on your kids. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, it's real easy to put it off on your kids. That's for everything. Yeah. <laughs> or your pet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the pet. Your pet. The pet yeah, my gets pet it all is the sick. Time. Yeah. Now, when I don't want to, when I when I'm trying to get out of meeting up with somebody, I'll use this job as an excuse. I'm like, man, I just got a call. I got to go to the station to record something. Yeah, I got. I got. I don't care what time of the day or night it is. Yeah, I got to do some production, man. At two a.m. Because since don't nobody do this, they'll know you lying. Okay. <laughs> Let's go yeah. to the phone lines, man. Eight six six nine Ricky. All right, man. The best excuse I ever used to get out of a date was. 
Yes, it's Curtis. I'm calling from Lurie, Louisville. And I was so mad. My little son, I didn't know he got in my kitchen cabinet, got the super glue, and put it on the toilet, and I had diarrhea, and I could not move. I'm sorry for wasting your time, but I've decided to get back with my ex. Uh, this is Vladimir. Oh. Best excuse I use for getting out of date was had to go milk the tiger. I am from Siberia. So my excuse was I was set up on a blind date. I showed up. And I parked up the block because I didn't know what the girl looked like. When she came out, she was super big and fat. I told her that my car broke down and I drove off. Oh, that was just me. Could have missed out. Right that was just me. Love of his life. That might have been your soulmate, brother. Right, man. You might have got with her and and got on a nice little workout program with Maria, mm-hmm. and she lost a hundred pounds, and now she a dime piece somewhere. And somebody else got her. You lost. He joker just drove off. You lost. Mm-hmm. All right, man. So if you weren't able to get in, check us out at RickySmileyMorningShow.com. Man, it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It is about that time for Battle of the Sexes, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all give it up for our two contestants. We got Linda representing that Charlotte, North Carolina. What up there, Linda? And we got Gavin with Somerville, South Carolina. What up? It's the Battle of the Carolinas. Okay. It's going down real big. Okay, Brad, I'm going to read the questions for the women. You can read the questions for the guys. If you don't know the answer, save yourself some time and just say pass and go on to the next question. All right? Okay. All right, here we go. Start the clock. Linda, we going. What does the 12 represent on a V12 engine? Uh, uh, motor size? Nope. Cylinders. What movie starred Jamie Foxx as an NFL quarterback? Show me the money? Nope. Any given Sunday. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> what college football team won back-to-back national championships this year? Georgia. Correct. In the, okay, federal, okay. in the federal agency known as ATF, what do the letters stand for? ATF. Arm, traffic, force. Nope. Alcohol, tobacco, firearms. What sneaker became a fashion staple in the black community in the 90s based on a rap song by Nelly? Nike. Which kind of Nike? Air Nikes. I don't know. Air Force Ones. Air Force Ones. We got to give it that. Last one. What car company produced the old school classic Cutlass Supreme? Oldmobile. There you go. So, two and a half? Did we give it to Air Force Ones? Yeah, she said Nike Air. All right, so that means you got three. You got three, Linda. All right, Linda. (laughs) Good job, girl. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead, Brett. All right, you ready? Start the clock. Yeah. Who was the first black woman to win the Miss America pageant? Pass. Vanessa Williams. What brand uses slogan, Because You're Worth It? Pass. L'Oreal. A full-term pregnancy is how many weeks? Uh, nine times four is uh, 18 to 36. 40. Uh, who is Donald Duck's girlfriend? Daffy Duck. <laughs> oh wow! Is he dating a man? Come on, Daisy. <laughs> Daisy. French oh, okay. and plants are types of what? Nails, nails, extensions. You know, nails. Yeah. Braids. <laughs> Through what part of a needle would you thread a piece of cotton? What part of a needle? The open part. <laughs> what is that part called? The head. I don't know. The head. The the blank of the tiger. <laughs> the iron tiger. The iron tiger. Oh Lord, give him that one, Jesus. Man, Gavin, the ladies won. <laughs> Gavin, you just you just disrespected all of Somerville, South Carolina. Linda, oh, you have God. won. <laughs> special special K. Tell her what she won, man. Oh, uh, congratulations, Linda. You are a winner today of the fabulous, fantastic, amazing prize pack. From where? America Store, the Dollar Tree. You got an easy-to-use two-pack shot brand staple removers. You've also got from Suavitel, in-wash fragrance booster, long-lasting freshness, fresh scent. Two-pack original brand Hot Wheel tracks. All right. 
You got a white bowl. Yeah. A white bowl. Cereal, macaroni and cheese, or grits. You got a white bowl. You've also got a 12-pack clear round shower curtain rings. Hope those come in handy. Where do they still use those at? You've also got Be Fruitful, all-natural, freeze-dried bananas. Mm-mm, good snacking. Yum, yum, yum. Along with those snacks, you got the classic chocolate and caramel milk duds, movie theater size. Enjoy. You've also got the Wake Me Up, pink grapefruit hibiscus body scrub. And you got a can of guacamole-style dip. Not actual guacamole, but it does look green. You've also got, finally, from Kill Zone and in Roach Killer, Kills on Contact for two to four weeks. All right, congratulations, Linda, all yours, courtesy of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show and the Dollar Tree. Guess what, sir? You win nothing. Yeah, you win nothing. You lost. You're a loser. Go back to bed. Your weekend is over. And move out of Summerville, South Carolina, man. Appreciate you, man. Y'all, thanks for playing Battle of the Sexes. We got more of Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up next. is the front page. Maria Moore, what's happening? What's happening? It's being brought to you by Reach Media. Cabins are moving fast for the Tom Joyner Foundation. Fantastic voyage sailing 2023 on Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. Don't miss the boat. Go to fantasticvoyage2023.com today for details. Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Friday morning news. Yesterday, the Defense Department shared that a suspected Chinese surveillance balloon has been flying over the U.S. for several days near sensitive areas where the U.S. houses intercontinental ballistic missiles capable of delivering nuclear weapons. It's gotten to the point where Pentagon authorities have briefed the president but decided not to blow it up out of safety concerns. So that's definitely a story we're following this morning. Uh, in politics, the House of Representatives removed Ilhan Amar, a Democrat from Minnesota, from her seat on the Foreign Affairs Committee yesterday. Now, the vote was split along party lines. Republicans also wanted payback for the removal of two of their members from committee assignments two years ago when Democrats controlled the House. In other news, yesterday, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives reportedly released its most expansive report and found that 54 percent of guns that police located at crime scenes in 2021 had been legally purchased. The report also found that there's been a rise in conversion devices and ghost guns. This comes as the U.S. deals with its highest record gun deaths in more than 25 years, especially among black Americans. Lastly, earlier this month, a new survey found that a majority of workers who quit during that time regretted the decision. Y'all heard about the Great Resignation? Where, well, nearly 50 million people are estimated to have quit their jobs in 2021 as part of the Great Resignation. And this new study found that of the 800 employees surveyed, 80% said they regretted it. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news for more on these stories and other headlines. Log on to the RickySmileyMorningShow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Let's start off with LeBron James closes in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record for the NBA. He's the leading right now. He's got 63 points from reaching that mark. He should get there within the next two to three games. And keep in mind, LeBron James is averaging almost 30 points a game this season. He ain't slowing down anytime soon, so he's going to shatter this this scoring all-time record right here. A warrant has been issued for the arrest of Cincinnati Bengals running back Joe Mixon on a complaint of misdemeanor aggravated menacing. According to the warrant, Mixon allegedly pointed a gun at an individual and said the person should be popped in the face. I should shoot you. The police can't get me. Word is that this was a woman he was talking to. So, uh... Something just came off the press saying that these charges may be dropped here real soon. By the end of today, we'll see. We'll keep you guys posted. Last but not least, Green Bay Packer star quarterback Aaron Rodgers says that if he does decide to sign with a new team, one of those teams will not be the San Francisco 49ers. My bold prediction from the sports genius that I am, if he signs with another team, it's going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. So we can join back up with his little buddy, Devontae Adams, one of the coldest wide receivers who left Green Bay to go join the Raiders last year because Derek Carr 
current quarterback of the Raiders is not going to re-sign with the Raiders. So there it is. We'll see what happens. That's my quick sports report right there. If y'all got some words for me, hit me up on social media at Rock T. Holla. The Brat got the hot spot right now. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot Catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. Friggity, tickety, tad. What up? What up, Rock T? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, speaking of Beyonce, once again, of course, y'all know she announced her dates for her Renaissance tour this week. And yes, she's using Ticketmaster. Does that scare you? (laughs) Well, it should. But Ticketmaster is going to try to avoid disaster by doing things a little differently. Now, this includes staggering the on-sale dates for various venues and using membership systems like Verified Fan. Now, seven new dates have been also added based on registration numbers that show demand is way outpacing supply. Now, also, the Senate Judiciary Committee just tweeted that they're watching how Ticketmaster handles this, which is great because they're all under fire for their service charges. So this is good that everybody's watching everybody. So hopefully, you know, the ticket brokers and all that people can't buy them and sell them for $10,000 when it's a $3,000 or whatever, how much ticket. All right, y'all, Lizzo is letting y'all know that she is legally 100% dead. Yes, she is. She made the trademark uh, uh, for the clothing 100% that B word. And it's a lyric from her song, Truth Hurts. She was denied initially by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. But yesterday, uh, they appealed, uh, they overturned the decision. And since the phrase wasn't used in common song before or whatever, they said that anyone who uses the phrase will immediately think of Lizzo. So the board said, quote, Lizzo did not originate the expression she encountered as a tw- as a Twitter meme. Nonetheless, lyrics from the song are more likely to be attributed to the song and the artists uh, who sing, rap, or utter them rather than the songwriters. As of yesterday, Lizzo has not yet commented. And last but not least, well, I think last but not least, let's see if we have more time for more. But this right here is real crazy. So the result of James James Cameron's big experiment on Jack and Rose at the end of the Titanic yielded a pretty surprising result. Now, Cameron actually admitted that both Jack and Rose might have survived together on that dang on door in the water. So the National Geographic special uh, Titanic 25 years later with James Cameron, they simulated the conditions of the movie as closely as possible. Now, they found two actors the same size and weight as Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio at the same time. They put them on a raft at the same time and buoyancy as the same piece of debris that was from the film. Well, they had them in cold water and everything and they kept their eyes on their vitals to to prevent hypothermia. But they also made them go through everything Jack and Rose went through before ending up on the raft. That included tussling uh, with another passenger for Rose's life vest, uh, the frantic flight off the boat, uh, having to swim to safety. Well, James has always said the debris lacked the buoyancy to keep both Jack and Rose above freezing water, but after trying several different solutions, they found one might have worked. So the actors put their bodies on top of a raft uh, and they only lowered their legs in the water, which they were in a position that allowed them to share body heat, and this way they might have both been able to survive for a few hours, a few more hours, which would have been long enough to get them rescued. So (laughs) that is crazy. So James Cameron said, final verdict, Jack might have lived, but there's a lot of variables. In a well-lit experiment in a test pool, we can't possibly simulate the terror, the adrenaline, and all the things that would have worked against them. But based on what I know today, I would have made the raft smaller, so there would have been no doubt. Oh, and I gotta get this in. My girl, Mariah Carey, a song from 2009 called It's a Rap, is now streaming over a million times a week. That is crazy, because it's from 2009. But that's what happens when TikTok get a challenge going. This challenge started happening in mid-January, and fans watched and joined as she lip-synced her way through the sped-up version of a fan favorite, all while flanked by a bevy of background backup dancers in the snow. So this comes on the heels yet of another iconic Christmas season, which saw All I Want for Christmas is You return to number one on Billboard's Hot 100 for the fourth year in a row. So congratulations again to Mariah Carey for doing something breaking a record that she wasn't even trying to do. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show.